And I need to emphasize the fact that it's important that we still go through the naming rituals of our children. And even when you go through a ritual of giving yourself a name as a rapper, it's very important. Because when you call them to the Hall of Justice, the Hall of Ma'at, they're not even going to know your damn name. Alright? See murder. Who ironically was brought up on charges of murder. You see the vibration? You send the vibration out. So the Source magazine was supposed to be the source. Mind you, he just lost the court case. He don't own the Source anymore. Maybe it's a good thing. But because the Source, in its early days, put nothing but gangster rap on the cover. Never gave any conscious people any play. But the question is, are rappers the new target of America's criminal justice system? I think so. I think so. A good name is better than gold. The whipping of Kuta Kente to change his name to Toby. You need to go back and you need to put roots under a microscope and understand it for exactly what it is. Alright? You change your name, you change the frequency of everything. Now mother cannot use the mother tongue to call you back in line. Especially if you gave your child a name, if you went through the ritual and giving your child a name that has meaning. Alright? As I said earlier, and I'm sure you might not remember, and we don't have a lot of time to go back, but if I can real quick just to prove this point, if I can find it, if not, we'll push forward. Uh, right here. My son is named Khalil. So, in learning metaphysics and learning from the ancestors, the Ka and the Ba, I was taught, you maybe have been taught something else, the spirit of life, the breath of life that was breathed into Adam in the scripture, is actually the spirit and the soul. Giving you a spirit and giving and activating your soul. So when I named my children, I went through the ceremony of naming them with the ka, or the ba sound, or the ra, the pata, that sound. Are you following me? Mm -hmm. So my daughter's name is Takia. My son's name is Khalil. It has the ka and the ta sound in it. Follow me? Let's move forward. Feel a very smart audience. You're gonna make my job real easy tonight. Oh, y'all thinking of y'all names right now? Because <laughs> I see somebody looking at the back of my head. <laughs> so y'all thinking, thinking of y'all name? Which was your name? Tell me some names. Najee. Najee? Very positive. So thinking of some of the names that you have. Thinking of some of the children's names that are out. LaQuisha and all these. <laughs> Tay Tay and Man Man and Peanut. <laughs> all right. Ye all God's children of the most high. This is a joke when they put this on the on the on the uh, on the album covers. You know the young people they 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 work their way around this. Are you following me? This is for entertainment purposes only. We went over this. We don't need to go back over it. This is very funny, but it's very true because before all of this is over, we're gonna get reparations one way or another. All right, we're gonna get reparations one way or the other. I'm gonna say it again. We're going to get reparations one way or the other. I want to put this concept in love. Um, when you see this logo, right? The heart. A lot of times when you see it, what does it mean? I heart you? No. What does it mean? It means love, right? Well, but it got that concept from... It's very ironic that Dr. Francis Cross Rosing said that genetic material that can annihilate white people or cause white genetic annihilation lies in the testicles of the black man because if all the brothers just on this campus or just in this city 
would date three white women, white women at, at the same time, and we got all of them pregnant, white people would just disappear after a while, right or wrong. No, come on, think about it. If all the brothers would just get white women and just impregnate them, white people would disappear. Am I right or wrong? So do they really want us, everyone to love one another? No, they fear that. They fear that. So they have to change the frequency once again by giving you this thing called the heart. Now you know your physical heart doesn't look like that, right or wrong? Where did this concept come from, Puffy? So your friend, St. Valentine's, although you celebrate St. Valentine's Day by giving what flowers and hearts and chocolate candy, where did the heart come from? Well, real quick, the heart came from this concept <clears throat> of St. Valentine's Day eating the heart of his lover after having oral sex. So if you could just look at this abstraction here, this heart, from a top point of view. And what he did was kind of, the man bent down to have oral sex and the shape of his buttocks formed that symbol that you see here. Wow. And they call it the heart. Are you following me? Are you really following me? Okay. Let's move forward. So I drew this chart the other night. Um, and as you can see, as Dr. Francis Cress Rosen points point out the nine areas of people's activity, religion, politics, entertainment, education, economics, labor law, war, and sex and religion. Alright? I kind of Oh wow, I gotta get a picture of that. Some very, very good information. Gotta have an open mind, though. You don't have an open mind and an open spirit. You won't receive nothing that you're hearing. And you definitely probably kick against it. Because... It's going to cause you to think to change. Put those things that are going on in hip-hop in each category. It's an actual course at Syracuse University. Little Kim 101. When you go over Little Kim's lyrics. Alright? This is actually going on in religion. Pimping. The process of blowing your woman out. See the vibration changing around. <laughs> it's kind of cold. Because that's all you see in church. And that's all the preacher is doing. It may take you all night For real. But you got to get it. Just listen. Just change your frequency. You'll be able to get it. It's not hard. You know the beast that they're creating in hip-hop is war. There's an internal war going on in hip-hop. What is that? A cultural distraction. On one hand, that's the left hand. On the right hand, you can look at it, look at it as what? Durational suicide. Unlike slitting your throat or your wrist or taking pills or blowing your brains out, you're killing yourself slowly and you don't even know it. Wow. By sending your children to the enemy school, you're killing yourself slow. It's a slow death. Anyway. So, public enemy, we answered that by doing this. Because we knew what we was up against. We sent the uh, Dr. Francis Cress Rosen color confrontation we bought as many as we can buy, and we gave them out. As we was visiting AIDS patients and visiting um, the death row brothers and sisters in, in jail and in prison. As we went around visiting people in hospitals, we handed it out to people. We was trying to raise the consciousness level of our people. We spoke outside of the CD. 
outside of the lyrics. We wouldn't put in the community, put it into action. All right? What Michael Kors trying to do here, not only here at Temple University, but in Philadelphia. Okay. This is the purpose and the reason for it. Barry Bonds dressing up as Paula Abdul. See, brother, the, the genetic maturity that can cause white genetic annihilation lies in your testicles. But as long as you're doing this, they're not afraid of you. You pose no threat to racism, white supremacy. This is what the rappers should be rapping about. But they're not. Long as he's doing this, he can't protect her. It can't happen. It cannot happen. So I drew another chart. <laughs> Real quick, you have a lifestyle. You got to go to work. They say put in work, which which you know involves energy to get money to buy yourself things, cars, jewelry, houses, clothes, which they advertise on TV, movies, radio, magazines, and media, which stands for multi ethnic destruction in America or maniac European devils in action. <laughs> <laughs> Like this, and they put it in a database, <laughs> and they pass this. 
trying to step on the homeland security. So it's easy to track you down, brother. So I'm saying, to end this part of it, if all of the thugs and bowlers and pimps can get together and make songs, how come the conscious people can't? Let's move forward. Big up to this brother. Who knows this is? Who is it? Africa Bambada. Black Dot deals with it when he talks about the parallel universe. He's actually on the right side. Russell Simmons, who created uh, Shit Hop, is actually on the left side. Trying to imitate what this man did in the beginning. Actually, was one of the ones responsible for giving, coming up with the term hip hop. Uh, we didn't even call it hip hop in the beginning. It, it just was. Because we, we just who we are. Are you following me? I think that explains it better. Very monumental song. Before there was a public enemy, Grandmaster Flash and Furious Five laid it out. How many people know this song? Yeah. The main line in this song that got to you. It says, Don't push me because I'm too. Right, come on. Not to lose my head. What was he talking about? It's about to get to that point. The United States government. If I don't do music to get out the frustration, to do something, to learn how to make a living for myself. It's about to be on and crackling. Am I right or wrong? It's about to be on and popping. So don't push me, because I'm already close to the edge. I'm telling y'all straight up, I'm trying not to lose my head. Alright? Are you following me? Rick Rubin is actually the architect of hip-hop. Wait a minute, not this hip-hop. Shit out. He was the one that changed the frequency. Put the rock stuff in Public Enemy's music. Responsible for the Beastie Boys thing. Responsible for the collaboration of Run DMC and Aerosmith. Damn near one of the ones responsible for the whole commercialization of hip-hop. Because now Run DMC went from being on the block to selling Adidas. Alright? To do all, all kind of madness. Big up to Run DMC, don't get me wrong. You know, they spread hip-hop throughout the world. It made a lot of people know and understand hip-hop. <laughs> But we're not the ones benefiting from that part. Alright? Let's move forward. Real forward. A whole lot forward. Y'all seen this stuff. It came after Ice-T for Cop Killing. It wasn't even a hip-hop song. That was not about hip-hop. Pardon me. It was not about Ice-T. That was about hip-hop. They just wanted to destroy Ice-T at the time because Ice-T was one of the ones responsible for the pimp thing on the west coast if you can remember are you following now this is madness to me we asked earlier that all cell phones be turned off and for the last 15 minutes somebody's phone is just going off please turn your cell phones off or leave how melvin in the blue knows said it better than i can it says wake up everybody no more sleeping in bed no more backwards think thinking time move thinking ahead but now why would racism, white supremacy award or reward these two fine actors and actresses for roles that were demeaning to black people? That's right. That's Come right. On, that was the first Oscar. We need to at least ask the damn question. Right. And then why would they accept it? Right. Right. Okay, that question, the answer to that question is rolled around in your brain. Then answer this one. This is ridiculous. Because if you could tell me all the 666s you see in this picture, Please, see that 
frequency. We need to change that frequency. And all they, all they can do is skin and grin like Nick Buck dancing Negroes. Are you following me? So somebody please stand up and tell me what is the significance behind the three six mafia? In the book of Revelation, didn't they teach us about the six six six? Oh, oh, the mark on. of the man and the mark of the beast. Yeah. <laughs> now mafia don't stand for made and formed in Africa. <laughs> don't get me wrong. That's what some Michael Eric Dyson came out. I'm like, dude, come on. Once again. Can somebody give him my phone number? <laughs> I mean, I know you're afraid of me. Now don't get me wrong, I'm not this big tough guy. But brothers like that won't sit down and talk to me. Because I keep it real. Wait a minute, let me explain it, because I don't want you leaving here foolish. I keep it real, not real. Are you following? And there is a difference. Them brothers nowadays, like Three Six Mafia, who has a movie out called Choices, who's seen the movie? Well, the movie Choices look just like uh, the video game. Uh, what's the, uh, uh, the video game? Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> who played the game Grand Theft Auto? They calling bitches and ladies and shooting people through the whole video game. Straight up. And these are the games that your children are playing. Have you seen the game, Michael? Yeah. It's critical. How are we going to counteract these things? We're going to hell in a damn handbasket. And we, we better wake up for real, both black and white people, young and old. Let's move forward. Now, Michael Jackson is black or as white as he is. He had to tell the truth by actually calling Sony Music some racist devils. Something I've been saying since 1986, but no one want to hear me. All right? I'm going to show you why. I'm going to skip over all of this. We're going to get right to the thicker things. I got to deal with this, though. Because black popular culture continues to descend. The most recent monstrous aspect of it comes, um, as usual, from the world of hip-hop where thugs and freelance prostitutes have become celebrated for a number of years. This new development is um, observable in his new rap video, Jay-Z, Big Pimpin', and Ludacris Pimpin' in Africa. Pimpin' all over the world. He's actually in the video with a Marcus Garvey t-shirt on. Pimpin' holes now in Africa. Somebody has to speak to this. Someone needs to stand up and say something, all right? Let's move forward. Changing up, remember I said changing our frequency, right? Uh -huh. We already went over your man, Puffy. All right. All right. The Negro child will be presented with a humiliating picture of Negro as dirty, shiftless, lazy, happy-go-lucky, smelly, ignorant, treacherous, superstitious, and cowardly, and he may find himself expected to live up to this. And this is what's going on on Cartoon Network and the rest of that madness going on today. Let's move forward. <clears throat> As I said earlier, those are the things that's going on in the video games. All right? This is what's being to the phones, your cell phones now. So if your daughter 11, 12, and you gave them a cell phone and an iPod, this is what's going on. All right? He joined the club. Because George Bush said you're either with us or you against us. I guess he, guess he said, I got to get paid. So I'm wilding out. And that's what the youth are doing, wilding out. 
You ever see the brothers now? They wearing their shirt half off, their pants down, one side of their hair is braided, and the other side is picked out. And they and they walk and talking through their gold teeth like this. What's up, son? Yo, what's up, son? You understand what I'm saying? That's Ashwa Kwesi puts it. We got right, that right. because the science of us being enslaved, we still walk like we got that damn ball and chain on our ankle and we got a dragon. You understand what I'm saying? And that's why oh, wow. we do this. Are you following me? Wow. They did a test on the elephant. Um, they kept them chained up. They took the chain off the elephant. The elephant did not even go out of that circumference. That's the same thing that's happening to us. I think Carter, Wood, Carter G. Woodson said it better. All right, here we go. This was in a, um, a magazine. Now, I don't know if y'all seeing the, the subtle implications to this thing. Can we look into it instead of at it? Can I show you what I see? They, they know and understand that we guys having a human experience. They, understand, they know and understand that we're spirit beings having a human existence. So what they did was they put the God degree here, the number seven. Then they turned around and called you original, which you are the original man and black woman. Alright? But now this is the original dying blaze blazing dying piece hair grease. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? They put it in here to attract your subconscious. Alright, they call you original again. They know you're trying to be a dying piece. What's the significance in, in the terminology to die? How do we program computers? Come on, you're smart already. Talk to me. Yeah, we use what? The 10? 10, 10, right 10, 10, I can yeah. find anyone in this audience. You got my number. Any magazine ad that you see and you see a clock or a watch, it's always 1010. 10. Why? This is the language that these people, these people that are global multinational corporations, this is how they speak to one another. Why is it always 1010? 10? Wow. Where's the seat of government in America? The district of what? Come on. They're at Columbia, right? What's the logo for Columbia? No, it's the all-seeing eye. They stole your all-seeing eye, the third eye, which is the mind, right or wrong? And what else is Columbia? The Colombian faction of the Illuminati runs this whole thing. Are you following me? You can see it in the language of how they speak to one another. The target symbol, the circle within the circle within the circle, Amico gas station, the torch, the light, holders of the light, the Illuminati, the illuminated ones. That's how come when your little ones are smart, you say they're what? They're bright. Statue of Liberty. All of them are in cahoots. All of the hotel chains, look at their logos. It's either the rising sun or the setting sun, right or wrong. These people are called men of towardness, and they use the 1010 because that's where they live. 10 square miles in the District of Columbia. They're called men of towardness. Regardless of how slow they move, they're always moving towards their ultimate goal. Are you following me? That's just a sidebar. Can we get back to this? So now they're aiming this stuff at the youth. Brought to you by Big Ballers Incorporated. All right? You got the Wayne brothers now coming up with a new uh, cartoon called Thuggaboo on Nickelodeon. They're aiming this stuff at your children because they know you ain't doing a damn thing about it. You thought South Park was bad. He said he don't even let his children watch TV. This is Jimmy Ivey, owner of what label? Interscope, which is responsible for what? Gin and Juice. And his father owns what? 
the Seagram Gin Company. So you see the connection? No wonder Snoop Dogg and Drake were talking about driving down the street. Riding down the street. Because they're part of the company. The person that's putting out the records, they got to promote gin and juice. Let's move wow. forward. Ooh, this is kind of deep. I seen this because my daughter, my daughter's name is Issa. And I seen, when, I see, when I went on the, um, the website, I seen the ISA and it caught my attention. So I said, what, do they have any significance? So I'm looking at it from a metaphysical standpoint of view, right? So I'm saying, okay, Issa in Arabic is what? Jesus. I'm saying, what's the significance of Interscope, Shady Records, and Aftermath talking about Jesus? And then why are they trying to make him the new Jesus, the new American idol? Are you following me? So I turned to, I went to another page, another website, and it hit me right in the forehead. Eminem and the 12 Disciples, D12. Oh, my goodness. Six rappers, one died. Six rappers with two personalities apiece. So we got Jesus and the Disciples. Board bringing us back to this. That's from that's that's if your pineal gland is open. Right. That's if your third eye. I got you. So you're not gonna see that. I if see you smoke the weed every day, getting up at two o'clock in the damn afternoon with no damn job, brother. You ain't gonna see that. But if you got your nose up some chicks behind at the strip club doing this thing, you know you only got about forty dollars. <laughs> but you trying to ball on a budget, right? <laughs> For real. <laughs> Let's move on. So, um, Brother Kamari gave me this, Jeremiah Kamari. I'm sure y'all see the FBI, the Faith Based Initiative. And I'm sure you see the CIA. Wait a minute. I don't put these pictures together. This is on the internet. Oh, wow. So you got to open up your pineal gland and raise your level, raise your vibration level right, right. to open up your chakras. Right. Alright. So here we go. Um, you see, y'all not following this. They got by y'all. I'm gonna slow down. The new icon, uh -huh. Jesus and the twelve, right? Uh -huh. Okay. I showed y'all the picture y'all didn't get it because I didn't hear nothing from nobody. Here's your man looking like Hitler. Right? <laughs> no, seriously. Alright, alright, cool. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just here. <laughs> How many people in the back of it? Oh, I'm not missing. Oh, no, no. No, y'all didn't catch that. Where is he sitting? Is this not the last supper? Open up your mind, people. Let's look into the picture instead of at it. You got to understand the language that, that they're using to speak to one another. Are you following me? All right, let's move on. I didn't get a chance to meet this guy, but I do want to talk because you're not an angry black white boy, dude. The See, angry black white boy. Again. How can you mix so them nice like that? So I heard him on the radio. He said, "How dare black people not allow white people into the culture of hip hop? Because hip hop is a musical art form. No, you're wrong. Music is part of the art form. Then again, we go up there and get it and bring it down so they can understand it. He's not going to understand it. You can't be black, dude." Participate in the culture, yes. If I go and have a meal and a ceremony with Italian people, I can go participate that day, but when I leave, I still leave black, right or wrong. I'm not Italian. Okay, we need to talk to him then. Alright? We we went through this because you your man Bill. Alright. No, 
Joe Jones said we're the only people that will celebrate our oppressor having oral sex in the White House. Alright? Kanye broke from the script. We went over that earlier. I tried to get in contact with Juvenile and talk to him because maybe I could come down to New Orleans and help out. I guess they don't want me in New Orleans. The brother never <laughs> called me back. No. But it's critical because, you know, I think someone needs to speak to what this really is about. How many people have ever heard of HARP? Okay, put that in the search engine, that's your homework assignment. And you will be tested when I come back. <laughs> Alright? I'm serious. If you think the Rodney yeah, King thing was Hulk, something, Hulk this was... brother got beat worse. It ain't changed, brothers and sisters. And it's not going to change until you do something about it. You got to raise your consciousness level. Alright? And she did say that. Yeah. It's an actual quotation. See, they look at you as animals. And so many other and people so many in the arena here, in the area you, here. Know, you know, we're the privilege anyway. So, you know, so this, kind of this giggle, this is working very well This for is them. how they think of us. We're animals to them. So, I back it up by saying this. He said, if we just afford all black babies, the crime rate will go down. This is how they think about you. So, this woman right here just had some foster care children and she kept them in cages. She just straight up kept them in cages like they were animals. And if that's not enough, I think I have one more. Well, I told you earlier that the lady from Kenya, from New Zealand, uh, she sent food and she sent 42 tons of dog food to feed the starving population in Kenya. This is how they think about you. You animals today. We cannot tolerate this, brothers and sisters, because now it's psychological. In certain aspects, it's physical. But it's going to be an all-out physical attack on our people. I'm just saying, when they come for my ass in the morning, know that they're coming for your ass at night. Oh yeah. That same night. Because they got to get the, the mouthpiece out of the way first. Those of us that dare to stand up and come to the classroom and speak like this, they got to get us out of the way first. They got to get the Pam Africas and the Mumias and the Michael Kors out of the way. Did you hear that? They coming for y'all first. <laughs> so I don't know what kind of plans y'all got. <laughs> but this is the ultimate plan. Not only did they do this, they got some of the refugees, that's what they call them. Some of the people that's indigenous that they're supposed to be protecting because these were UN peacekeepers. They got some of the 11-year-old girls pregnant. Oh. Because the, the, the sisters were trading the sex for the food because they were hungry. So they didn't mind. So they would get some pregnant, have fun with some, burn some, kill some. It don't matter to them. Because you're not saying anything about it. You waiting on Messy Jackson and the rest of them to say something. Everybody need, if this is affecting you, you need to say something. Let's move forward. And then after the Super Bowl is over, we can leave the security tight and use the stadium for a concentration camp. Don't think this stuff is not out there just haphazardly. This is what they are thinking. How many of you have heard of the Rex 84 King Alpha plan? I've heard of the 10. Number 10, someone said? We'll be written in as units, am I right? All right. I'm just sounding the alarm. I'm, I'm I'm on the war horn. I'm letting you know. This is your wake up call. You Come see in now. a minute the Patriot Act gonna tighten up, and you're not gonna have people on campus like this speaking to you. Are you following me? Yes. So don't wait till tomorrow to start moving on this. 
Contact the sister here, Pam Africa, and Michael Court, and see what you can do in Philadelphia. Alright? Oh, um, there's a reason for the proper, and I want to just say this while I got the picture up, because this is the reason why they didn't give me that letter of recommendation at Oglethorpe University. I put this picture up and they I, they just said I was rabble rousing. But I made a very valid point. And let me let me put it to you and you tell, give me some feedback. Were not Jewish people during Nazi Germany very prominent, very rich, very intelligent? Yes. Okay. Do we have some very rich, prominent black people today? Yes. All I did was do a parallel. And I said, our people, our leaders today, next to what was going on in Nazi Germany then. And guess what they were doing as they were leading Jewish people into the oven? They had an orchestra plan. Same thing they're doing today with our people. Uh -huh. And when they about to put your black behind into the ovens, you're going to have rappers doing this. How many people heard the female number song? What's your female number? Your female number. Your female number. I'm like, come on, dude. This is ridiculous. Oh, yeah, they tripping. But we all going to be tripping in a minute. If we don't check it. Am I right or wrong? And that's the parallel I made. Jewish people had a whole lot of influence and a whole lot of money, but couldn't keep themselves out of gas ovens. They should have organized that power to put together a security defense force to protect them from that very same thing. And the only thing I said on campus is this. We as black people need to do the same thing before we end up in that same situation. That's all. We need to defend our own selves. Self-preservation. I was on a plane and there was some turbulence. And the oxygen mask came down. And what did the stewardess tell you before you took off? You put the mask on, on first. Your first. Yourself first. You have to look out for you before you can look out for anyone else. Am I right or wrong? That's right. And that's the only thing I'm suggesting. Self-preservation. Black people looking out for black people. Trillions of dollars come through our hand every year. Right or wrong? What do we own? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. You think you own your house? You don't. You don't own your car? Are you following me? Black people are poor, hungry, naked, and out of doors. Am I right or wrong? You own nothing. You run nothing in America but your damn mouth. If white people stop making toilet tissue, what would you wipe your behind with? You don't own a tree. You don't own land. Land is the basis of economic freedom. You own nothing. But you say we have power. No, you don't. Just because you got a job, that doesn't equate the power. Right, exactly. You going to the mall and being able to buy a $125 pair of sneakers don't equate the power? Let's move on. I know I'm getting a little excited, but I have to when I see Jacob the jeweler ushering in this whole bling bling thing. And it pisses me the hell off, man, for real. To see it, then they mention this character in all their songs. And then they bling bling and they come up with everything. One cat got a Jesus piece, the bird man got his thing. We bling bling and we spend a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars. Beyonce, I seen it. Got a three million dollar pinky ring. I was like, dang, you know the education how people can get with that? Three million dollars on a pinky. One cat got about two hundred thousand dollars in his crib. And where do they get this from? Come on now. We got cash millionaires. Where do they get it from? You've heard of King Leopold. You've read the book. You've seen the documentary. This cracker, excuse me, this gentleman used to wake up in the morning and take a machete and take a five-year-old girl and slit her down her body for fun. 
Read the book. Go get the documentary. Oh, wow. King Leopold. He worked out people from the time they were born to the time they died. And you want to bling bling? Cash money millionaires? Look what they were doing to our people. They got us having, in, in uh, Sierra Leone and other places, having diamond wars. That's right. Yeah. So Kanye West and the rest of them brag about they don't get their diamonds from South Africa and from places where they enslave our Yeah, but well, where you going to get it from? You don't know where the damn diamonds come from. All the diamonds come from Africa, dummy. So this is what they did to this sister. They found the sister stealing one of the diamonds, so they cut up her left hand. This is how they stop. They cut up. They cut up your left hand first. So they caught her stealing again and they cut up her right hand. They put the sister out in the field. She was determined to steal some diamonds to feed her family. She accidentally swallowed one of the diamonds because what they do, they put a rope around your neck with a cup. And she was taking the diamonds out of the field with her teeth and putting it in the cup, crawling on all fours like a dog. Then when they found out that the sister stole a diamond, she accidentally swallowed one. They took the sister in cut the sister open without anesthesia, opened her up, took the damn diamond out, sold her back up and kicked her behind back in the field and worked her to death. Mm. But you want to blink blink on MTV. Mm. And I noticed the rappers grabbing their chain doing this. I'm like, come on, dude. If you only knew, people are dying at the other end of you blink blinging. Are you following me? This is real life, man. This ain't no play That's thing. right, it's real life. Let's move forward. I don't know who this guy is. He's probably an agent. Alex Constantine. Like Shakespeare wasn't a real person. Uh, he was a, there was a secret society they called Shakespeare. So they could uh, write the Bible or rewrite the Bible or translate it out of its original tongue. Forty people got together over 100, 200 years and put it together. Are you following me? Okay. They did surveillance on these two brothers. I'm going to sum it up in a minute, brother, all right? Yeah. Um, they did surveillance on these two brothers right up until the time they were murdered. And then they come and tell us they don't know who killed Biggie or Tupac. Let me tell you something, man. They got um, satellites out there. That's right. There's some seats in there if you don't want to come sit down. There's some seats in there. You don't want to come sit down. Come on in real quick. They got satellites that are out there. That can see the pubic hair on a goddamn mosquito. You understand what I'm saying? You need to tell me you don't know kill Biggie and Tupac. <laughs> For real. I watch court TV every other night. <laughs> I know they can find the killer. <laughs> but they don't want to. Why? Because they got their hand in it. They had their hand in it. It was better that he spoke about thug life. As opposed to the revolutionary path that he was on. Yeah. So now they can resurrect the spirit of Tupac and give it back to our young people as thug life. And we don't educate our young people and say, no, Tupac was more than just thug life. Are you following me? So they, they, they wouldn't give the brother that, that came up with boondocks any airtime until he started, started using the term nigga. Yet they can't use the word Jesus. Ain't that something? And they just pulled this episode. They, they can't show this anymore. The Dr. Martin Luther King episode because they said if Dr. King came back after 32, after so many years and came back, would he approve of the Reverend Fishbone and Reverend Hamhock? Reverend Fatback, Creflo wants some more dollars, TV Snakes, the Jehovah's Wickedness, and the rest of them. Are you following me? No, don't get offended. Take my phone number and call me on some of this stuff. I spoke 
American Directory of Certified Uncle Tom's. This is the book you have to get and study it. Because on page 236, they broke down the nefarious niggerization of rap music by ushering in NWA and gangster rap. Alright? Notice all the brothers got movie deals, commercial deals, all kind of rewards. Racism and white supremacy have a whole lot of money to pay you to be foolish, brother. I'm serious. That's the truth, but though. But you're destroying your people at the same time. And I'm going to tell you straight up, man. You're going to have to answer for this in a minute. Seriously. Everyone from flavor on down. How is this brother going to do the Muppets during the day and girls going wild at night? Come on, y'all. These are the gentlemen that are responsible for the West Coast, East Coast rivalry. They're the ones that benefit. Maya Cohen and Jimmy Iovine. All right? He's over, he's over Def Jam. He's over Interscope. All right, a few more slides and we're done. That may be it. It won't let me move it any further. But while we're on this point and the computer's stuck, the, the N-word. You know, I did cleverly call it the N-word now. But you got to keep in mind, this is not our language. So, you know, we have to change the whole scope of things. We have to stand on the shoulders of our ancestors and our elders, Dr. John Henry Clark, Dr. Ben, and a lot of the elders. We have to stand on their shoulders and correct a lot of the elders in the black community. We have to do it. Notice the word we. Stop relying on other people to do this. My father said, it's not what you call, it's what you respond to. I'm going to say that again. So you can say bitch, nigga, all day long. It's what you respond to. But do you respond, sister? Yes. Because as gross as what R. Kelly did, you still flock to his concerts. You still flock to the dance floor when the songs come on. Come on now. Why? You have no self-control? Let's move on. America loves niggas but hate black people. And it's true, because I thought it was about the revolution, Flay. I didn't know it was about anything else. I thought it was about raising the consciousness level of our people. And I hate to say it, man, but I got to tell Chuck and Flay, y'all got me going crazy, dude. One of you is on Air America, and I thought you said, radio, suckers never play me. But now you're on the radio, and they playing you, dude. They playing you. They got them sandwiched between a, a lesbian and... Whatever, anyway. And then they got flavor on the TV licking the white woman. You seem strange, love. I act like you ain't seen that. I did a two-hour lecture, strange love. Has public enemy lost his flavor? Because like I said earlier, the younger people are looking at public enemy through the eyes of flavor. Their first introduction to public enemy, a higher conscious level in hip-hop, is through flavor flavor madness. I thought it was about revolution. That's why I sacrificed my life going into prisons, trying to raise your consciousness level. That's why I sacrificed my life being poisoned, being paralyzed from the waist down. That's why I sacrificed my life, ended up with no money and kicked out of the group. That's why I sacrificed my life to go visit AIDS patients and people in prison. What the hell have you done lately? Because I love black people. So I had to tell him, and I had to tell him, if loving you is wrong, I don't want to be right. <laughs> I'm serious. Because you see, I'm not in it for the money or for the fame. No, you're not going to give me some cracker and let me live in Dick's Hills 
with a, a Mercedes Benz and live happily ever after. It's not going to work that way. Oh, I'm sorry for using that term. Cracker is the, the white person that gave that term its birth by cracking the whip on the slavery plantation. Right. So that's not our word. Right. But I shouldn't be using it in this higher uh, academia, <laughs> higher uh, school of learning here at uh, Temple University. But they need to check the temple for real. Seriously. Because I thought it was about the revolution. Revolution. Complete constructive change. Complete constructive conscious change. Are you following me? That's what I thought it was about, Trump. So when we said can't trust it, no, we can't trust it. So our latest album is called The New World Odin. Yes, The New World Odin. I played a song from it earlier. We try to resurrect the spirit of the Black Panther Party. That's why we dress the S1Ws in Black Panther outfit because we're ready to go to war. We're ready to go to war for the hearts and minds of our people. Are you following? What about all of this Chuck and Flay? You understand what I'm saying? You, I mean, look, this is something that woke up our people, man. Count down the Armageddon. Don't believe the hype. Terminator exit the edge of panic. Mind terrorists louder than a bomb. I know y'all remember she watched Channel Zero, yeah. Day, Night of the Living Baseheads, uh, Rebel Without a Part, Prophets of Rage, you know, Party for Your Right to Fight. <laughs> this was a theme music to the revolution. What happened? Are you following me? Yeah. I don't know. This was the happier days in 1987. Well, I tried to show the world that, yeah, we need to show examples of strong black men, intelligent, strong black men. These brothers just weren't there just to be there. They had to go through military training, and they had to go through some psychological warfare, so to speak, because they had to learn and know thy enemy. They had to know the enemy. They had to know the art of war. They had to know to deal with on a physical and a spiritual plane, because we knew the, the war was coming. We were just trying to educate our people. So we call them S1W, security of the first world. We secure the fact that we're first world people and not third world people. We're the mothers and fathers of civilization. Every people came through us. How dare you call us third world people? No, your ass is third world. You just got here a couple of days ago. We are gods having a human experience. I cannot say that uh, enough. But this is your man on the flavor of love. We're at the end. I don't know if y'all seen that. <clears throat> I took a picture of this as I was driving to the mall one day. This is ridiculous. How many people seen Farewell Uncle Tom? Well, goodbye, Uncle Tom. Doesn't this remind you of that madness? Farewell Uncle Tom is a documentary by a French, French film crew that showed and documented how they broke us and made us slaves. If you don't have it, call me and I'll get it to you. Alright, let's move forward. This is the end. You can get this book and it documents all those families and all those people that own the media. All right, it is no coincidence, all right? These are the magazines and the stations that they own. They're in cahoots, all right? If their cousin don't own it, their uncle own it. The uncle don't own it, a brother-in-law own it. Are you following me? They're ushering the new world order into existence. You see them in all the uh, black communities now, this whole gentrification thing, moving you out. In a minute, you ain't gonna have no place to live. Serious. Gentrification. Yep, they don't now this movie right ones. here, 
to influence more black rappers than the lower line. They took their name, they took their likeness, they took everything from this movie right here. Psychological warfare. This movie came in the black community and they will watch this more than they'll listen to Dr. King. Are you following? They, they, they watch this more than they do Roots. This had a devastating effect on black people. Now you go to the mall and they sell the gun with the cigar and the picture in a frame. We gotta counteract this madness right here. I do a lecture called Hidden in Plain Sight where we decode all the hidden meaning and the significance of our movies and pull out the hidden meaning. It's called Hidden in Plain Sight. You'd be surprised you sitting in a damn two hour movie theater eating damn buttered popcorn. All the psychological damage that they're doing to your mind. And the images that they're feeding you subconsciously. You're lending them people your mind for two hours. So I wrote a song called What Good Is A Bomb, but we're not going to get into that. I, can't, I followed that with a song called Son of a Bush. The crew did an album cover which they had to retract it because this came up before September 11th. The FBI came to visit them. Wow. So they changed the cover. I told them to stay in that ground, man. That was prophetic. Seriously. So their prayers got it right. They said it's bigger than hip-hop. And it is bigger than hip-hop. It's about our survival, brothers and sisters. That's the, that's the reason why Michael Core and Pan Africa and Born Free could see value in a person like me to come to the campus and speak. We need to know this. They're not going to put conscious hip-hop on the radio. No, Y'all need to get used to that. You got to go find it now. And it's easy for them to do this because now they got you. Now you're operating on their frequency, so it's easy to put up a McDonald's poster that says, McDonald's, nigga, what? Mm. Are you following me? <laughs> Just a little deep science is one of the last five slides. Notice the golden arch. I'm going to test y'all real quick. You too, Michael and Pam. Where's the golden arch? You bend it over. No, where? <laughs> 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 where is the golden arch? Where is the arch? St. Louis. St. Louis. Who is St. Louis? You gotta do your homework, brothers and sisters. <laughs> the concept of this is they control the whole concept of colonizing the concept of Christ. By colonizing the concept of Christ, any of the prophets, they can feed you anything about them and you'll go for it because they already got your mind hooked up into this. You want to be born again. Not born free, but born again. Alright? So what do they do? They come down out of the mountains with the tablets. See the two tablets? Moses came out of the mountain with? Are you following? Brought to you by the secret society that was headed by who? St. Louis. So they put the arch in St. Louis. And they call it St. Louis. It's easy if you just do a little bit of studying. It's right there. Let's move forward. So McDonald's is buying their way into the song lyrics. What they're actually doing now is to cut through the chase. They're actually coming to rappers and say, since you're a rapper and your album is coming out next month, we're going to buy four lines and four verses of your songs throughout your album. So we'll take the second verse of the second song on your album and we'll pay you to mention McDonald's. And this is what multinational corporations are doing. So you're hearing Lexus and Cadillac and this, that, and the other. Right. And they're paying the rappers off to do this. You've compromised your birthright, Negro. How foolish can you be? We had an oral tradition where we passed on valuable stuff from father to son, from father to son. 
And now you're selling it down the drain for some trinkets, man. Breadcrumbs that fall from the rich white man's table. Let's move on. Seagram's gin is in on it. Right? Cool Cigarettes is in on it. Kanye West is in on it with his contract with Pepsi. He also have a, uh, a jewelry line coming out because he's in the bed with the other people bringing the diamonds over. Let me tell y'all something, man. These people may be cool with y'all. Hem them up in the corner and pull out the, the record. And the stuff that they're doing behind the scenes to get paid. They're selling their soul and everything else, man, for the dollar. And the dollar's worth, what, eight cents now? So now he sells a million cans of, of pimp juice in three months. A million cans. If, you're, if you are vibrating on a higher level, activating your higher consciousness, activating your higher chakras, you wouldn't even go for that. That's right. Anywhere you see him perform, you hand out rocks and roller skates. And we skate right on up to the front row. And we just, that's a rock concert for real. But we're peaceful people, we can't do that. <laughs> and did you see him swipe the black woman's butt with the credit card in the video? Oh, in tip drill? What? How much more are you gonna take, brother? Huh? I'm sounding the war horn, man. How much more are you gonna take? How much? See, I'm not calling you out. I'm not calling your manhood out. Don't get me wrong. And any black man here, they're talking to you personally. Don't take it personal. It ain't personal. I just want to ask you a question. How much more are you going to take? After we take you take the picture with the rap artist and he signed your autograph, now what? Say, can I talk to you for a minute, minute uh, Nelly? This video that you got out, man, disrespecting black women. Can I talk to you about that? We, and we do need to talk to him. But no, the sisters got to stand up, brother. So they stood up on the campus of Spelman University. Yeah. And they would not allow the brother to, to do his concert. Because they said, we're not going to have it. You're going to stop disrespecting black women. Right. But why do the sisters got to do it, brother? That's right. Brothers, don't be mad at me. <laughs> I got to say it, man, because I feel it. You see, it wakes me up 3.30 in the morning. It's something I can't shake, man. I got to say it because I see it. Where am I going to get my next check from? I don't know. But I'm going to take care of that. <laughs> I got to do my duty to the supreme being. I got to do my duty to my people. Are you following me? All right. This is the end of it. I got a beef with my man, Murder Mace. And you can tell him I said so. Once again, my number is 678-557-2919. How in the hell, Mace, you going to sign the G unit? And he just signed the G unit. They just put out a record called 300 Shots. You killing... Gangsters and pimps and hookers and niggas and bitches on the record. And you turn right back around and you end up in the pulpit, you still preaching on Sunday? Now your name is Reverend Murder Mace? Yeah. Dude, you cannot serve two masters, dude. Right. It's either one or the other, right. Murder Mace. Exactly. In a minute, me and about ten brothers your size, we're going to have to go to Murder Mace's church and talk to them for real. That's right. No, for real, dude. Yes. That's what it's going to come down to. And we're going to have to pull him in the back and talk to him. No more deceiving our people, man. Because you preaching this Jesus thing it all on Sunday. And then you turn around. And on Monday morning, you're talking about you doing this. You're killing people on, on record, dude. On CD. 
And the young people, man, they're not, they not smart enough or intelligent enough to decipher the stuff that's going on in these CDs. They see you in the video to hear what you say and they want to be like you, man, because they look up to you. Thank you. Stevie Wonder said when you believe in things that you don't understand, you suffer. And you do, because you don't understand it. You don't understand the vibration and the frequency that you're bringing out people down to. I want to say this while we're at this point. Sisters, I would advise this. Have sex with no man that's not in the revolution. Right here, 
to influence more black rappers than the law line. They took their name, they took their likeness, they took everything from this movie right here. Psychological warfare. This movie came in the black community and they will watch this more than they'll listen to Dr. King. Are uh, you following me? They, they, they watch this more than they do Roots. This had a devastating effect on black people. Now you go to the mall and they sell the gun with the cigar and the picture in a frame. We got to counteract this madness right here. I do a lecture called Hidden in Plain Sight where we decode all the hidden meaning and the significance of our movies and pull out the hidden meaning. It's called Hidden in Plain Sight. You'd be surprised you sit in a damn two-hour movie theater eating damn buttered popcorn. All the psychological damage that they're doing to your mind and the images that they're feeding you subconsciously. You're lending them people your mind for two hours. So I wrote a song called What Good Is A Bomb, but we're not going to get into that. I, can't, I followed that with a song called Son of a Bush. The crew did an album cover which they had to retract it because this came out before September 11th. The FBI came to visit them, so they changed the cover. I told them to stay in their ground, man. Seriously. So their prayers got it right. They said it's bigger than hip-hop. And it is bigger than hip-hop. It's about our survival, brothers and sisters. That's the, that's the reason why Michael Core and Pan Africa and Born Free could see value in a person like me to come to the campus and speak. We need to know this. They're not going to put conscious hip-hop on the radio. No, y'all need to get used to that. You got to go find it now. And it's easy for them to do this because now they got you. Now you're operating on their frequency, so it's easy to put up a McDonald's poster that says, McDonald's, nigga, what? Mm. Are you following me? <laughs> Just a little deep science is one of the last five slides. Notice the golden arch. I'm going to test y'all real quick. You two, Michael and Pam. Where's the golden arch? No, where? <laughs> where is the golden arch? Where is the arch? St. Louis. Who is St. Louis? You gotta do your homework, brothers and sisters. The concept of this is they control the whole concept of colonizing the concept of Christ. By colonizing the concept of Christ, any of the prophets. They can feed you anything about them and you'll go for it because they already got your mind hooked up into this. You want to be born again. Not born free, but born again. Alright? So what do they do? They come down out of the mountains with the tablets. See the two tablets? Moses came out of the mountain with? Are you following? Brought to you by the secret society that was headed by who? St. Louis. So they put the arch in St. Louis and they call it St. Louis. It's easy if you just do a little bit of studying. It's right there. Let's move forward. So McDonald's is buying their way into the song lyrics. What they're actually doing now is to cut through the chase. They're actually coming to rappers and say, since you're a rapper and your album is coming out next month, we're going to buy four lines and four verses of your songs throughout your album. So we'll take the second verse of the second song on your album, we will pay you to mention McDonald's. Mm. And this is what multinational corporations are doing. So you're hearing Lexus and Cadillac and this, that, and the other. And they're paying the rappers off to do this. You've compromised your birthright, Negro. How foolish can you be? We had an oral tradition where we passed on valuable stuff from father to son, from father to son.
and now you're selling it down the drain for some trinkets, man. Breadcrumbs that fall from the rich white man's table. Let's move on. Secrets, gin is in on it. Right? Cool cigarettes is in on it. Kanye West is in on it with his contract with Pepsi. He also have a, uh, a jewelry line coming out because he's in the bed with the other people bringing the diamonds over. Let me tell y'all something, man. These people may be cool with y'all. Hem them up in the corner and pull out the, the record. And the stuff that they're doing behind the scenes to get paid. Yep. For they're real. They're selling soul and everything else, man, for the dollar. For the real. The dollar's worth, what, eight cents now? Yep. So now he sells a million cans of, of pimp juice in three months. A million cans. If you're, if you are vibrating on a higher level, activating your higher consciousness, activating your higher chakras, you wouldn't even go for that. That's right. Anywhere you see him perform, you hand out rocks and roller skates, and we skate right on up to the front row. And we just, <laughs> but we're peaceful people. We can't do that. Why not? Why not? And did you see him swipe the black woman's butt with the credit card in the video? Oh, no. In tip drill? What? How much more are you going to take, brother? Huh? I'm sounding the war horn, man. How much more are you going to take? How much? See, I'm not calling you out. I'm not calling your manhood out. Don't get me wrong. And any black man here, they're talking to you personally. Don't take it personal. It ain't personal. I just want to ask you a question. How much more are you going to take? After we take you take the picture with the rap artist and he signed your autograph, now what? Say, so can I talk to you for a minute, minute uh, Nelly? This video that you got out, man, disrespecting black women. Can I talk to you about that? We, and we do need to talk to him. But no, the sisters got to stand up, brother. That's right. So they stood up on the campus of Spelman University. Yeah. And they would not allow the brother to, to do his concert. Because they said, we're not going to have it. You're going to stop disrespecting black That's right. But why do the sisters got to do it, brother? That's right. Brothers, don't be mad at me. <laughs> I got to say it, man, because I feel it. See, it wakes me up 3.30 in the morning. Yes, Lord. It's something I can't shake, man. Yeah. I got to say it because I see it. Yes. Where am I going to get my next check from? I don't know. But I'm going to take care of that. <laughs> I got to do my duty yes. to the supreme being. I got to do my duty to my people. <laughs> Are you following me? All right. <clears throat> this is the end of it. I got a beef with my man, Murder Mace. <clears throat> and you can tell him I said, sir. Once again, my number is 678-557-2919. How in the hell, Mace, you going to sign the G unit? And he just signed the G unit. They just put out a record called 300 Shots. You killing... Gangsters and pimps and hookers and niggas and bitches on the record. And you turn right back around and you end up in the pulpit. You still preaching on Sunday? Now your name is Reverend Murder Mace? Yeah. Dude, you cannot serve two masters, dude. That's right. It's either one or the other, Murder That's right. Mace. In a minute, me and about ten brothers your size, we're going to have to go to Murder Mace's church and talk to them for real. That's right. No, for real, dude. Yes. That's what it's going to come down to. And we're going to have to pull him in the back and talk to him. No more deceiving our people, man. Because you preaching this Jesus thing mm -hmm. all, on Sunday. And then you turn around. And on Monday morning, you're talking about you doing this. You killing people on, on record, dude, on CD. 
And the young people, man, they're not, they not smart enough or intelligent enough to decipher this stuff that's going on in these CDs. They see you in the video to hear what you say, and they want to be like you, man, because they look up to you. That's right. Thank you. Steve, you want to say when you believe in things that you don't understand, you suffer. And you do, because you don't understand. You don't understand. You don't understand the vibration and the frequency that you're bringing out people down to. I want to say this while we're at this point. Sisters, I would advise this. Have sex with no man that's not in the revolution. That's it. Mm. Let's use that as a strategy to get these brothers in line. If they're not part of the revolution, don't have sex with them. Okay? If you don't have a man and you hard up, I got another solution. Build a relationship from the head down. I'm going to say this again in English. Build your relationship, sisters, from the head down. Start at the crown chakra. Get to know me. Thank you. And what I'm about. Yes. Then you move to the next chakra, which is here. The pineal gland. Hence the term, we don't see eye to eye. It's not talking about your physical eye. It's talking about here. We don't connect. We don't see eye to eye. No, bro. I ain't got nothing for you. No, you can't have my phone number. <laughs> Moving down to the throat chakra. You know how sweet he used to talk to you when he first met you? He said, you don't talk like that no more because you gave it up too soon. He got what he wanted. Now he's talking to you all any kind of snazzy kind of way. Are you following me? So you continue to talk pleasant to him. Hopefully you can get that. He can reciprocate that. Moving down to the next chakra, which is the heart chakra. Before you fall in love, sister, he has to get to know you. All those chakras that precede the heart chakra. Moving down to the next chakra, you say the way to the man's heart is through his stomach. Maybe. But what if that don't work? Are you following me? So if he got to know you from, from the crown chakra to the root chakra, you wouldn't have those problems because by the time you got to the lowest chakras and you ended up intimate with him, he already know you. You already know him. He's part of the struggle. You part of the struggle. We're bringing the black family back together and we push it forward. So when a song like Laffy Taffy come out, we ain't got to worry about that because we're not part of that parallel universe. Right. This shit hot, are we? Building strong families once again, right or wrong. Right. That's dealing with it from a metaphysical standpoint. And that's all I'm saying. Let's build relationships from the crown chakra to the root chakra. Can we do that? Okay. Oh, Mace also said that the best place to meet chicks is in church. Poor Mace. I want to say this as I close. I love this woman right here. If she taught us nothing else, she taught us step by your man. Rosa Park. Life or death. The Holy Quran teaches us that we never speak of those that came before us as great. Never speak of them as dead. You don't hear Christians saying the late Jesus. Muslims don't say the late Muhammad, do they? No, not at all. Okay, you don't speak about greats as being dead. They're supposed to live on through us, right or wrong. Right. But what happened? Oh, y'all didn't get that. What happened? This is your commercial that goes out throughout the earth system. So when they see you and meet you in foreign countries, especially those countries that don't speak English, when they meet you, he's this showing is how they view a you. black woman with no clothes on, with tennis shoes covering her breasts. And the, and the gentleman seen me from and a the distance. And the tennis shoes look like they got cigars and a penis you know, on it. 
You had to walk going on. I'm like, yo, check this cat out. This cat is a straight up Japanese walking like he's from the hood. So as we got closer, guess what he said to me? Hey, my nigga. That's because this commercial goes out throughout the world and that's how they view you. So when they see you on the dance floor, they want to grind on your butt and all this other kind of madness. Because this is how they view you, sister. Yeah, we got to change this frequency. For real. Seriously. A nation can rise no higher than this woman. Mm. Once again, we're operating on a spiritual plane. We bring it down, put it in an art form, and give it a physical existence. All right? I'm going to skip over these themes. You're all, this is the madness that's out there. And y'all seeing it. Don't play like He's showing seen. magazine covers. All right? Thank God for the bootleggers. This man's reign came to an end. Thank God for that. One thing I can give him credit for. When the, uh, all the white-owned record companies wouldn't sign me for me to put out my albums, he gave me the opportunity to do so. So I guess he served his purpose. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, don't, we ain't gonna let him off the hook, though. <laughs> we still gonna bring him to the table of accountability. This is your commercial, sis. This is how they view you, all right? Brought to you by MTV and BET. These are the themes through, through the videos, all right? This is our clip. Don't get me wrong. This is beautiful. Thank God it's beautiful. It's beautiful. There's nothing wrong with the black woman's body. But when you put these things behind it, it gets critical, bro. It really, really gets critical. Because there's sisters that's dressed like this in Africa. We don't go around raping them and making rap songs using the drum. You understand what I'm saying? We don't do that. We don't disrespect mother and auntie. She wrote a book and got rich off it. Ended up marrying a white Jewish guy, Bill Maher. Well, not married, engaged him. Because you want to sleep your way and have all sex with every guy in the rap industry, that's on you, sis. But you want to turn around and write a book about it? And you want people to have sympathy for you and feel sorry for you? And she mentioned some of the brothers in the book who was pissed off to the highest of pistivity. <laughs> Are you following me? So now she sold a million copies and she's married to Bill Maher. I'm engaged to him. But, this is how we present ourselves. Legs wide open for the world to just come and do what they want to to our women. Bro, if this is not, you, you're not getting heated. This could be your aunt, man, or your sister, dude. For real. <laughs> but this Remy Ma is what we got to look forward to in reference to females coming up and getting hot music. Remy Ma, named after a named after a drink. Round of applause for Professor Griffin. One of those lights. Um, we want to spend maybe five, seven minutes or so, maybe ten minutes for questions for Griff. We got to be out of this building by ten thirty. So. Uh, in a nutshell, Dr. Francis Preston. Oh, thank you. And a brother just made a donation. One of the things I want to say about this is that. Yes, sir, please. Oh, 
The web his website is professorgriff.me. We enjoyed it because it was an opportunity to see sexy black women, sexy black men. But overall, it was too much pimps, pushers, and prostitutes. You know, we have major companies putting their money behind this. And, and I'm happy about that on one, on one side of the coin. On the other side of the coin, I have a problem with it. Because from my experience, what I noticed is after it got more commercialized and after it grew and it grew and it grew, the heart and the soul and the culture left. This was very, very enlightening. This is very enlightening to me. Um, I have never heard of Professor Griff. Uh, I can honestly say that... Uh, Um, the spirit of God led this to me by way of answering my prayer from yesterday. And once again, I am very emotional because I'm on the right track. And God always, God of this universe, know how much I can take without him leading me some type of way. And I'm open. I'm not stuck in this tradition, you know, solitude, stuck in the mud. This just how it is, and I'm not, I'm going to go straight this way. No, I'm a vintage point of view person. I'm going to step back and look at everything. And it's enough is enough. And church is not getting it. Um, just, just going through the norm, I'm tired. You know? Um, and I believe God had me in a place where I am the voice crying out in the wilderness. And I have accepted the assignment. And I understand the assignment now. And now I see this is what daddy wants me to do. So generation 
Generations Matters series is on um, purifying the bloodline. And the first thing that we have to deal with, we have to deal with the man. We got to deal with the brothers. And I'm so glad. Uh, y'all just don't know how I'm feeling right now. Listen to this brother. And my heart goes out. Yeah, my heart goes out to those out in the world. But right now, my heart is going out to the brothers that call themselves men of God. You're not acting like men of God. You're acting like the foolishness of the world of the men. And like he said, you're not operating in the right frequencies that you're supposed to be operating in. I don't care what you're doing. If you are dismantling the very purpose of a woman, if if you're using your platform as a higher level of pimping women just to get your agenda completed, that's what you're doing. You're no better than the pimp out in the street. And I'm going to call it out because that's how I see it. It's no possible way that if God bring you someone that's part of the sisterhood and brotherhood and you just discount them after you have exhausted everything from them, you have, you have literally drained their life source. What are you giving back to that sister? Nothing but hell. Nothing but disgrace. Nothing but shutting down, calling yourself trying to be God, and what I mean by being God, you're not honoring nothing that you said. You're only just talking, gabbing your lips on both ends. Talking your lips, having idle words coming out. And think just because you're using your lips for the DL, hey, that's, that's going to suffice something? Nah, you're making it even worse. And sisters out there, like he said, like I've been telling y'all, you got to make these brothers respect you. And if you they disrespect you, you call them out. Like I was, I was, I was, I was trying to befriend a brother that was connected with me, and just that fast because. He didn't have enough patience to understand that, wait a minute, hold on, wait a minute. This sister is doing something. This sister is on the bus. This sister, wait a minute, she say she live in her office, but nah, she, nah, you just don't want me to know where you stay at. Okay, why is you so adamant that you got to know where I'm staying at when I'm telling you where I'm staying at, but you don't want to believe that? Oh, I'm on the bus, but I'm on the bus too long for you to stay on the phone with me to make sure I get where I'm supposed to get safely. So right then there, you showing me you really didn't care about me. I don't know what was the agenda was. And because I couldn't respond to you promptly, it doesn't matter how many phone calls you made and I didn't respond to you Promptly, if I say my daughter was in the hospital, don't cut me off in the middle of my statement to my, oh, there you go with more excuses. You And then you say you're a pastor. 
automatically the friend of the friend compassion part of the pastorhood should have came out and said, Hold up, your daughter was in the hospital? I'm so sorry, what happened? Do you need anything? Do I need to help you do something? Damn, what happened to that, y'all? So right then now, you know what? Hey, we don't have to even do this here. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. You have a good life. Because, see, you were showing me, like the brother was saying, we wasn't even connecting. We were, I'm trying to connect with you on a higher level, and I don't know what level you were trying to connect with me with, but guess what? I disconnected that quickly. It's no possible way that you were showing me that you was concerned about me. Now, you may have been concerned about my business, per se, because you ran over by me to give me a, a printer. So I, I'm still kind of concerned. If you could do that, you mean tell me you, the, you wasn't that concerned about me? When I say my daughter was in the hospital, you just worrying about me responding to your dog on phone call? Really? <laughs> and if even if that was a misunderstanding, you could at least text me back or call back and say, you know what? After I pray, because you quote unquote, you say you be in prayer at a certain time every day. All right. So I know my God talked to me and I know God, if you praying every day, I'm sure the Holy Spirit kind of showed you something about me for you to even say, well, you know what? I was I moved too quickly. Let me see how my sister doing. Hey, that's it. You done went on to someone else. Not probably. Y'all see what I'm getting at? So listen to this brother. It kind of like, you know what, we need more brothers like him to come forward and not afraid. Like you say, I need, I'm going to need 10 more, y'all. I need some more. We we need to go and, and meet up with this brother. and We need to sit down and talk to this brother. See, I'm looking for some brothers in the church. Because, see, I went to some brothers in the church for titles to see if they can back me up because they had a brother violated me. You called me out my name. You threatened me physically. You brought home. Then you call yourself trying to black. I call it blackballing, but you can't blackball God's daughter. But you thought you had all this power that you're going to try to show me. Or you're trying to show somebody else that, hey, I'm a, I'm, I got clout. I'm going to show you what I can do. I don't know what that was about, but you still got an answer for that because that's dealing with souls. That's that's dealing with the heart of the man, like he was saying. You dealing with the spirit of now. So now I got brothers that have with titles that's not even strong enough, I guess, or like he said, manhood enough to come together and go check that brother. You violated that sister. What happened? Let's go down to the, the the round table. What's going on? Us brothers got to cover our sisters. Not threaten them and abuse them. 
uh, uh, speak violent words towards them like you want to harm them. See, that's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm calling out. That's what I'm calling out for the church of this this millennium. This is what we need the counsel back. We need just more than just prayer. Oh, I'm going to pray for him, and I'm just going to see what God say. No, pray when when they needed something done. They went to the council. To the scribes, they went to the council, and they brought the issue to the council. They ain't let that stuff dwell. It was it was dealt with within 48 hours. Either it was reconciled and resolved, or somebody got cast out or stoned. That's how God dealt with it. And then when Jesus came in, in the picture, he said those without sin cast the first stone. Nobody couldn't cast a stone. So that means something had to be brought to Jesus. They still was carrying out the same thing. They brought the woman to Jesus as a counsel. Come on now. Then after that, it says in the four Gospels that if you have an order against your brother, or even if you think a brother have an order against you, you go to them. And if they don't want to hear you out, bring somebody with you and go to them. And then if they don't want to hear them out, bring them before the church. And after that, hey, dust your hand, dust your feet, and not as in God's hand. We don't even do that. But we Bible scholars. So see, some people don't don't come try to preach to me. Don't come try to try to throw words at me. To the point, like somebody had said, um, told a friend of mine, "Oh, I'm I'm a God fearing person. Oh, I, I'm I'm oh, don't worry, I'm praying for you, cause I'm a I'm a God fearing person. I'm a God man. Oh, really? You a God man? But you ain't you 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 about to get married to somebody? But now you didn't just." Stop that whole thing, and in the midst of you being with this person, you didn't hopped over. Now you starting to be with another person. Matter of fact, you sleeping at another woman's house. But you a God fearing person. Who does that? I'm somebody confused. Like he said, Mace, you up there, you know, talking about bitches and hoes and. Got your clothes and got the women half naked. Now you going in the pulpit, call yourself preaching about Jesus? Ah, uh, nah. Come on, y'all. Something ain't right with this. It has to be dealt with. It has to be called out. And I am so thankful that God has relieved me. Y'all just don't know. The pressure is gone. I don't know. I felt weighty. I felt like something was going on in my, my spirit. I felt... um. I couldn't even explain how I felt. I just I just felt like I was in slow motion, like I was this 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 zombie, the walking dead, because I'm trying to figure out what's going on in my head. Where God, where you taking me, Lord? Why is these people coming to me with all this stuff? The very thing that you got me teaching on, you got all these ladies coming and telling me things, things happening around me, and I just can't take this no more. It's like, why is you coming to me? Why are you not going to the men? 
Where the brothers? Where the brothers? Where the true men? Where are the brothers to stand up to be be the choice of the brothers to be responsible and acknowledge? Be the men that God called you to be. Hey. Just like God using him. I understand now. I understand now. I'm good now. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm good now. It's on. <laughs> it's on. So. Two thousand nineteen, we're gonna get this stuff straight. And he said two thousand nineteen is the year of the unseen and guess what? He doing he's doing it. The spirit of God is doing it. You know, and I'm gonna let him do it. If he got to use me to do it, so be it. Let it be written, let it be so. So what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna take and um, I'm gonna put this on the boom section. Um, and you probably heard of a brother by the name of Professor Griff, who is the Minister of Information um, for the Public Enemy. I like to call him it's coming the out Minister the vote. of Rage. Um, here's a man who we know how extreme. I'm gonna put this video. Well, Chuck D had to try to restrain Professor Griff a few times. Um, so you can imagine how Professor Griff must be if Chuck D has to try to what restrain him. What confirmation? But it was all good and it was all about love. Many people are aware that Professor Griff has been active in this whole hip-hop movement for a very long time. confirmation? political movement for a very long time. The interesting thing is that when folks yeah. hear or see Professor Griff, God. they say, you know, where have you been? What have you been doing? And I can for me. This brother. So I'm gonna put this on my uh, Facebook page. The Boom Factor. And there it goes. And as like I always say. Uh, I put a dec- disclaimer on my 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 um anything I put up I put a disclaimer on it because I do understand that everybody is still stuck in this world system. You act spiritual, but you're not, or maybe you're too spiritual. You know, and no earthly good, or you know, um, 
it's not for everybody. So I always have a disclaimer because I don't have time for nobody to try to send me nothing. Don't, don't. And like you, I'm, I'm like your brother. I'm like my brother, Professor um, Griff. I don't have nothing to lose. <laughs> you know, I'm not tied down to this world system where somebody's going to cut my check because I said the wrong thing. Um, if you support me, you support me. If you don't, you don't. But at the end of the day, like he was saying, every word is recorded. Everything that's in your heart is recorded. Everything we do. Um, what is they talking about now? Yeah, my children something. And I'm gonna stick with it. I'm not. I'm not out here hurting, killing. I'm. I'm out here serving. I'm serving people. I'm helping people. I'm. I'm giving out. Two, three, five thousand dollar advice to people. And I know that I can make mega bucks, but like I said in the beginning of all the episodes that you've been listening to, I'm not chasing money. It's gonna chase me because I'm not gonna be ruled by the dollar bill. Because at the end of it all, that's not what's running this world anyway. <laughs> so, if, if you sell your soul for a dollar bill, that's on you. If you sell your word right, like he said. We've got a lot of Esau's out here selling their birthright. right. Because they won't be famous, they won't have fortune. Instead of fulfilling the assignment that God is giving you, or on the flip side of that, you hiding your birthright and you becoming a wick a wicked servant. And instead of you going forward to fulfill your assignment, you're coming out with all these excuses. So guess what? That's on you. But don't get mad at me because I done stepped out, I done got unplugged. <laughs> That, that, that's going to be the new thing. I, I done got unplugged. I sure have. I done got unplugged. So if, if God of the universe is on my side, how can I be denied? You defer us or you against us? And God say, if God be for you, who could be against you? So it don't matter who against me, God is for me. And as long as God of the universe who created the heavens is for me, I have nothing to worry about. And I don't. And I'm not. And I feel good now. It's like I'm ready to go to the fight now. Because I understand what he's doing. I never heard that brother in my life. This is the first time I have ever heard of that brother, Professor Griff. But God knew who he was, and he's the father knew my heart. He knew, he, he heard how I felt. So he know he had to take care of his baby girl. You see what I'm saying? 
because I got a, I got a job fulfill. I got grandchildren that's coming up. My my boys, my grandsons coming up. I got to train them the right way. I got to let them know to use their mind. Like my grandson said, his teacher taught him. You know, that lady, that lady was teaching our black boys that your mind is your money maker. And you know that the, the devil attacked her when my my grandson was going to kindergarten. He was coming back with some phenomenal things. Don't you know? I think by she was a, the enemy attacked her with sickness, and then something else happened to the point where um, they had to let they let her go. She had to quit school or something. And something my daughter was saying. I gotta find out. But the enemy attacked her. Why? Because she was empowering. Our children. The enemy don't want that, child. So, I'm about to wrap up. I'm about to leave out of here for my job, my job, and um, head on and probably take a quick nap so I can go to the other job. You see how I, I'm going? You think God I'll be on? Saturday, oh no, that's not my water. Oh, let me put this old noisy thing back on. Man, this little machine be making all kind of noise. And I, and I do have to confess something. Telling the truth, since I've been working at Walmart, I've been I've been bringing my little food, right? You know, like my little avocado and stuff. But I I must confess that lately I've been getting them them spicy that uh what is that that spicy chicken sandwich thing, and I've been eating too much over there. I've been getting like maybe like two times out of a week, but that's still too much, right? Well, you know what? I have been feeling a little sluggish and stuff because I've been like training myself to eat fruit and stuff. And like he said in the video, that's all that's all biochemical weaponry to 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 um hinder our stability and our stimulus. And when I thought about it, I said, you know what? The, usually, I'll be all right. And I know I've been pushing some hours, too. I, I know it got that to do with it, too. But, you know, I was just thinking about some stuff overall. And you know what? I, I know God is, is doing something. So uh, I got to bring my own food, my own vegetables. I can't eat over there. I can't eat over there. That food is processed. I know it's processed. So why in the world I'm over there eating it? Something quick. Cheap, trying to save money. <laughs> you know? Well, all that's, all that's changing. All that's changing. All that's changing. So, um... Hey, that's what it is, and I'm gonna be honest. This is my 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 um 
my dedication for this year, my platform that I'm going to use, my mandate. I feel this is my mandate. It's really to get the family. God said he want his family back. Well, how can he get his family back if he can't get his sons back? The sons got to get back in order so the daughters can get back in order. And then when the daughters get back in order, the children can get back in order. You see what I'm saying? You see how they go? And it's going to take somebody that's not going to be plugged up to fame and influence and worrying about what people say and all this kind of stuff. It's going to take somebody that just don't care about themselves and their own image and go ahead out and do it. And guess what? I'm the one. So I say, yes, Lord, I'll do it. I'll stand. I'll stand and be the voice crying out in the wilderness. So this Dr. D with the boom factor. Here we go. We're about to just go there, y'all. And um, I'm going to holler at y'all later. God bless.